Hello and welcome to The Root Gospel Ministries. We're so glad you're here. I'm Josh and this is Sam. Our mission includes spreading the gospel, cultivating fellowship, and pointing to Christ, all while incorporating the Word of God to help serve God, community, and the world. Some ways you can get involved are subscribing to this YouTube channel or following us on Instagram or Twitter at TheRootGM, or you can send us an email at TheRootGospelMinistries at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's message. Can't wait to see how God speaks to you today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Root Gospel Ministries. So excited to have you here today. Um, there's been a lot of hard work and thought and prayer and dedication that goes into this. And just that God's given me the opportunity to stand before you all and uh, you know, share his word and just really let him work through this ministry. It's a great honor and a great opportunity. And uh, I really appreciate the support of everyone who decided to tune in. Um, can't thank you guys enough. So um, I appreciate just everyone who's been a part of the Bible study in the past, who um, is tuning in the first day this video releases and whoever might be watching in the future as well. Thank you for being here. I hope you all got the opportunity to watch Josh's message last week over the gospel and just what is the gospel. It was a really good message and a very important one as well. It's pretty basic, you know, something as Christians we all should be able to know. Um, we're, we all hear about a lot, you know, the gospel, living by the gospel, sharing the gospel. So it's important that if we're going to do those things, we know what the gospel is. So. Today's message is going to kind of take a similar approach to that. Um, going to be over a different topic, but it's going to be the same idea that something very basic that we need to know. The question we're going to be answering today is, what is the Bible? Okay, this video is going to be a part of a three-part series that starts with today's message of what is the Bible. Next week will be, why should we read the Bible? And then following that will be, how to read the Bible. Okay. So our main question we're going to be working with today is, what is the Bible? So before we get into that, I'm going to go ahead and lead us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for this ministry and the way that you can work in it and work through it. Um, I'm grateful for everyone who has the opportunity to be here and tune in. Uh, you've really just graciously provided for us, and there's been a lot of work and a lot of help that has gone into this. And uh, most importantly, your, your spirit working through it. So I'm grateful for that and pray, uh, pray that you just bless this message. And you can be with me as I deliver it. And you can be with uh, those who receive it and just open their ears and open their hearts to receive your word today. Lord, it's in your holy name we pray. Amen. All right. So I'm going to start with a bit of scripture. Um, this is from Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. It says, Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So what we can take from this is that as Christians, we are called to read the Bible. It's pretty simple, okay? So anything that we're going to read, we need to understand what it is that we're reading. We need to understand the context surrounding it, um, you know, how this specific piece of literature, this specific writing is to be interpreted, read, applied to our lives. For example, when I was in sixth grade, I had to memorize a poem by Shel Silverstein called Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. So this poem, it's a goofy poem about these three guys, Ickle Me, Pickle Me, and Tickle Me, who uh, all went for a flight and a flying shoe. Um, they, I can't exactly remember how it went, but they either ended up in like a 
flight accident or they never returned one or the other but you know it, it was supposed to be a goofy poem but if you don't read this like it's a poem um, if you read it like it was an actual event that happened then you're going to hear a tragic story from it because these three men went out on a flight and never came back um, but instead it's supposed to be lighthearted and silly about these three guys that went for a flight in a shoe the bible's kind of the same way um, obviously the content's completely different but it's got the same idea that if you're going to be reading the Bible, you need to understand what it is that you're reading. All right. So to take the Bible just at face value, it is the holy book of Christianity. You know, it's our base doctrine that Christians are supposed to use for their daily lives, everything they do, the way they live, their relationship with Christ. Um, every religion has their own holy book, or at least most religions do. Um, it's for Judaism, it's the Torah. For Islam, it's the Quran. For Confucianism, it's the Analects. There, there are so many holy books that go to each religion. So, for Christians, we have the Bible. Um, now, if you look at the Bible from just a book standpoint, it's actually very complex. First and foremost, it's the best-selling book of all time. Um, in the past 50 years, it has outsold the runner-up by 3 billion copies. So it's, I mean, God's a bestseller, I guess. Um, and then if you look at the actual literary work of it, it's not actually one book. I know I said it was the holy book, but it's actually 66 books altogether. It is written by 35 to 40 different people over a span of about 1,500 years. So there's a lot that really went into this book um, or collection of books. On top of that, uh, the Bible contains a lot of different literary styles, which isn't surprising given that it was written by so many people. But I'll go ahead and run through a few of these. Um, there are epistles, which are basically just letters, and they're written from like correspondence from one party to another. There's genealogy, which is just family lineage, like family lines, who's ancestry, so on and so forth. Um, there's historical narrative, which are accounts of actual events that happened in history with specific people, specific places, actual details. These are true events that happened. There's also law, which is the statute of living that God gave for his people to abide by. There's parable, which was common in Jesus' teaching, uh, which was just earthly stories with a greater heavenly meaning. There's poetry, which was pretty self-explanatory, but they just use figurative and elegant language to describe God, to describe man. Um, there's prophecy, which is God speaking through man to foretell what's going to happen. There are proverbs, which are short statements of truth that have common application. So these are a lot of the different literary styles that can be found in the Bible. It's pieced together through people, through time, through styles, um, and it's all brought together as one collection. Um, it all creates one unified story that leads to Christ. So we'll be reading from Scripture here. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17, it says, And how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation uh, through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the first thing we see here um, is that it's useful. Uh, scripture, obviously, is useful, as it says here. Um, it is useful for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. So through Scripture, we can find salvation. 
Now, one of the other big things that we see here is that Scripture is God-breathed, okay? So what does that mean? Um, it means that every bit of the Bible is inspired by God. Even though it was written by man, it was directly inspired by God himself. That means that everything in the Bible is absolute truth. It is flawless. It is completely without defect. Everything in it is 100% accurate. It is one of the most direct ways that God speaks to man. Um, unless you're hearing the voice of God, which you know, some believe does not happen anymore, some believe do. I'm not really here to speak on that right now. But um, through the scriptures is one way that you can always hear from God. Because as God breathed, it is inspired by God. It is the word of God. It accurately tells and outlines everything. It goes from the past, present, future, from the beginning all the way to the end. It outlines everything in complete fullness. It shows the views of God and who he is, as well as the reality of man and who we are. Um, through reading scriptures, you're always going to be able to find at least one of three things. The glory of God, the beauty of Christ, and the human heart. All right. So the Bible is inspired by God through men who were divinely appointed the task of writing it. It says so in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. And the purpose of the Bible, um, obviously being God-breathed, like I said, is already perfect. And on top of that, it makes the purpose of it completely immeasurable. Um, if it is God, God's way of speaking to man, then there's obviously going to be a lot of importance behind it. First and foremost, the purpose of the Bible is simply to bring us closer to Christ. It's supposed to strengthen that relationship, help us get to know Christ better, get closer to Christ, love Christ more, build a stronger bond with Christ. That is the biggest and, I guess, the most simple way to put what the purpose of the Bible is. The Bible goes well beyond intellectual gain. You can read the Bible and you can learn a lot, but this must be something greater than learning. Because if you look at the Pharisees, they learned the Bible. They knew the scriptures. They, they just did not know how to apply it to their heart with love. Um, they did not, how to not know how to grow closer to Christ through Scripture. Um, so it needs to be greater than just the intellectual gain. There needs to be something more to that, or else we all end up Pharisees, and we live in a world full of Pharisees. The Bible is a map that leads to Jesus, whether it's the Old Testament, which took place a thousand years before Jesus was born, or whether it's after Jesus' um, ascension to heaven, Regardless, um, everything in there points back to Jesus Christ. Uh, it has the purpose of teaching, encouraging, instructing, warning, promising, convicting, rebuking, correcting, and enabling all believers and all followers of Christ. There's some of the most important things that it does. Um, if you apply it to the heart uh, through, through the Holy Spirit, it is... As J.C. Ryle says, the chief means by which men are built up and strengthened in the faith. So, to sum this all up, uh, as my pastor at my home church in Knoxville says, uh, the Bible is a library of books inspired by God telling a unified story that leads us to Christ. I think that's a pretty spot-on uh, summary of what the Bible is. It really just speaks a lot. You know, it, it is a collection of these books throughout, throughout time, throughout people, all the different factors and all the different variables that went into creating this. At the end of the day, it created a unified story that leads us directly to Jesus Christ to help us grow closer to him, love him more, and strengthen our relationship.
And as Christians, it makes it very important that we understand what the Bible is so that we can read it in a manner that helps us grow closer to Christ. Now, I'll go ahead and close this in prayer here. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you again uh, for your word, for the way that you work in our lives and just speak through us. Uh, I want to say a prayer of extreme thanks because we cannot express enough gratitude of uh, how grateful we are for the Bible. Um, that you, know, you you inspired, you, you breathed, you uh, helped create the, the greatest work of all time so that as believers uh, we can have that available to to just listen to you and to hear what you have to say, to, to learn who you are and to grow closer with Jesus Christ. I thank you so much for that. Um, I, I pray that you just, again, bless this message and that everyone who hears it, everyone who's listening, everyone who is a part of this ministry, you just be with them and uh, you just continue to have a role in this and uh, have your hand on us as we go through our lives and that we can just be strong in our faith, dedicated to you. And uh, Lord, I pray that we never lose sight of the wonderful sacrifice that was Jesus Christ, that you sent your son out of love for us so that we could be reconciled to you through faith in him. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everybody who tuned in.